We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. And good evening, one and all, and welcome back to the X-Zone. I am Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I am your host. I am your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the X-Zone comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern, right here on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, and on Simul Radio. Now, if you'd like to uh, get information on how you can watch the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV, just go to www.simultv.com. And for the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Exxon Nation, my guest this hour is Chrissy Blaze, and Chrissy does media interviews, teaching, and public relations for the Aetherius Society and was a direct disciple of, of the Society's founder, yoga master and ET contactee, the late George King, for 25 years. Now, uh, Chrissy also is an author. Some of her books include Power Prayer, Earth, Astrology's Missing Planet, A Workout for the Soul, Karmic Astrology, Dr. George King, uh, the Twelve Blessings, Nine Freedoms, Contact with the Gods from Space, Realize Your Inner Potential, and others. For more information on Chrissy, her website is www.atherius.org. And Chrissy, I, uh, you also have your own personal website, don't you? I have two. One is uh, astrologycity.com mm-hmm. and one is chrissyblaze.com. First of all, Chrissy, welcome back to the Exxon. Always great having you with us. And for those who haven't had the opportunity of hearing you before, they're lost, but now it's going to be their gain. <laughs> uh, tell them about you and the Etheria Society. Oh, well, okay. Thank you, Rob. Um, well, first of all, can I just say one thing? In, in the books that you announced at the beginning, one of them is actually Richard Lawrence's with Dr. George King. Oh, I'm sorry. Not mine. That oh. was Contact with the Gods from Space. And um, oh. just to let people know, I've written 12 books, six mm-hmm. astrology books and six spiritual books. So thanks for mentioning that. But I just wanted to clarify that. Okay. And um, yeah, I've been involved in the Ethereum Society for many, many decades. First of all, I started out in London, the mm-hmm. European headquarters. And then I moved to Los Angeles in 1994. And the reason for the move was because I worked with um, Dr. George King in London when he used to visit uh, for about three months each year, and I would work for him. And then it came to a point in his life where he mm-hmm. couldn't really travel that far anymore. So I kind of missed him a lot and decided I'd try and move to Los Angeles, and I did, and uh, met my husband, Gary Blaze, so I was able to stay here in America. And uh, then in 2008, I moved to the Michigan branch in Royal Oak, Michigan, uh, which is quite near where you are, yes, actually, that's fairly, right, yeah. a couple of hours, a few mm-hmm. hours. And um, again, to 
happy with the Ethereum Society. We're helping to expand in this area. So I've been involved in different places and for a long, long time. And really, I mean, my today I think we're talking about astrology yes, mainly, we are, but yeah. I just want to say that um, I've always been one of those people that likes to look up to the heavens. Mm-hmm. And that means that I love the planets and I love uh, UFOs because I've seen them and I've been talking about them and researching them for many, many years. So anything uh, that's not so mundane, um, I love, you know, so astrology fits right in and the Ethereum Society fits right into that. Extra- the extraordinary things I like, the things that aren't every day. And uh, I know that you've had Richard Lawrence on the show recently, yes. and again, you will have him on again soon, I believe. Yes, that's right. Where he would talk a lot about the Ethereum Society. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But today, I think we were going to talk about 2020, were we not, um, We are, but what I'd like to do is, this first segment, talk more about you and, and then oh, the other yes. three. Okay. The other three, because like I said, many of our listeners haven't had the opportunity of hearing you before since the growth of this uh, of, of the show on the XZBN and our other affiliate networks, as well as Simultv, is is right. growing at such, an, uh, you know, such a great rate that... People are coming on who are friends of the X-Zone, like you. You've been on the show a number of times over the years, and this is the first time they're hearing you. So, oh, yeah. uh, so this is why I'd like to take a little bit of time to introduce you, as well as I'm doing that with the other guests that we have on the show as well. Well, Tell thank us you a, very much, Rob. My pleasure. Um, that's, that's kind. Tell yes, us a, you're t- doing such a great job with your um, radio and TV stations, networks, and so forth. Very impressed. Well, thank well, you. Well, basically, um, I've been searching for truth from mm-hmm. a very young age. I was kind of like a psychic child. Right. Um, as many are. And I was always asking that question, why? You know, I was never satisfied with what or how, but I sure. always wanted to know why about everything. Mm-hmm. What is that? A tree? Why? You know, it's one of those. A lot of kids do that. I yeah, know. sure they do. But it, it continued. I never stopped asking why. So I could never uh, stomach mm-hmm. the, the most of the explanations I got. Uh, and that was... Um, through religion, through what's going on in the world, through why we're here, and all those big questions. I wanted to know the answer. And I I was very um, intrigued by all the major religions. I looked into them. I became a Christian, and I regard myself now as a kind of like a mystic Christian, um, but also an Assyrian as well. And I was um, a Buddhist for a while, and then I went into theosophy Mm -hmm. and Rosicrucian. I became a Rosicrucian. And I love them all, I do, but really I was looking for uh, an organization that was very active today. And um, fortunately, I was introduced to the Ethereum Society again at a very young age. I went along to a spiritualist church because I was, again, uh, quite psychic, and I was learning healing there. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the speakers came along to talk about the Ethereum Society. I was only 14 at the time, Hmm. and I found him fascinating. And then I went along to the society. I was about 16. Uh, and then I left for a couple of years. I was, uh, you know, trying to find out other things and going through different paths. And eventually I came back. I was early 20s. And then a couple of years later, I met Dr. George King. And, oh, goodness me, I'd never met anyone like him before or since, actually. He was extraordinary. <laughs> um, I had this sort of uh, thing I used to do, being... Uh, sort of quite psychic and I I would try and and I'm very interested in people as well that's why I love astrology because I love to understand people I'm very very interested in people and and um, I used to kind of tune into a person when I met them and try and 
you know, try and not read their minds, but try and really know them and mm-hmm. understand them. And when I first met Dr. King, I, I sort of tried that because it was just something I did automatically. And, and it was almost like a barrier came down. And he looked at me with his twinkle in his eye because he knew what I was doing. He knew. And I then realized at that moment that here was someone so far above me in evolution um, that he was compelling. Um, and all the time that I worked with him, along with maybe 50 other people throughout the world, um, he was always compelling, so fascinating and so uh, ahead of his time, pulling us onwards into this future, you know, through his inventions and through his wonderful personality and uh, amazing person. So that was my part was then until he passed away um, in 19... 19- Nineteen ninety-seven, and then soon after that, a few years after that, we moved to Michigan to continue his work. Gary and I. It, it's, and, it sounds uh, like uh, Dr. Um, King and uh, and uh, Mr. Hubbard, who was the founder of Scientology, had had a number of similarities. Well, um, I can't really comment on Ron Hubbard. Mm-hmm. It's safe to say that Dr. George King was. No, I mean as, as I mean as far as the the I mean as far as the entrepreneurial spirit. Oh, I see. Yes, yeah. in that way, yes. definitely yes. Um, but he was um, his motivation was always spiritual. He, right. You know, in every way, in everything he did, and he wanted to help everyone from the individual, mm-hmm. which he did through healing and teaching healing, to the whole world, which he did through his global healing mission. So. I never wanted an ordinary life. Uh, I know. My, I asked my mum when I was a child, "What is? Why are we here? You know, what are we? Sure. What are we supposed to do? What am I going to do?" And she said, "Well, you grow up and you get married and you have children and you have a, a mortgage." And then I burst into tears and I said, "I don't want any of that. It just didn't interest me." That's a lot of stress for a little child to hear. Yeah. My goodness. Chrissy, you and I have to take our first break. Please stand by. Exo Nation, my guest this hour is Chrissy Blaze. For more information about uh, the Aetherius Society, visit www.aetherius.org, and that is A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S dot O-R-G, or visit Chrissy's website at chrissyblaze.com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. For more information on the Exxon Broadcast Network, as well as the broadcast schedule, www.xzbn.net. And for our TV channel on the Simul TV Network, visit www.simultv.com. Chrissy and I return on the other side of this break. Don't go away. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast, but the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast but the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2.00. 
Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal. Single item at regular price. Welcome back, everyone. My guest this hour is Chrissy Blaze, www.chrissyblaze.com. And for more information on the Aetherius Society, visit www.aetherius.org. And as Chrissy said, Richard Lawrence is going to be joining me on a regular basis. I believe it's this Friday or next Friday. I'll have to check the broadcast schedule and get back to everybody later on. Uh, Chrissy, thanks very much for joining us. And before we were talking about you letting the audience get to know who you're who you are and, you know, how you became involved, not only in the Aetherius Society, but in the, but, you know, what made Ticky, uh, what made Chrissy tick, so to speak. Before we get on to astrology, I'd like to ask you about your UFO encounters. Oh, right. Yes. Always been fascinated by UFOs. Mm -hmm. Um, I had one which was uh, in the evening, in, probably in the 80s, and uh, at that time I was doing a lot of promotion in, in England on UFOs together with Richard Lawrence. We're great friends from yes. way back, actually, and still are. And we always found that when we do promotion about UFOs, we always found this in the society, when we were doing a lot of promotion, there'd be more UFO sightings. Yeah. And uh, do, you, do you find that, Rob? It's like... Uh, Definitely. There's a correlation, and, and I believe, and uh, Dr. King taught, that if you take one step mm-hmm. towards them, they take two towards you, you know, but we have to take the step of interest, of, you know, understanding, yep. of research, and, and so on. So anyway, it, it was after a lecture or something like that. It wasn't like night, it was evening. Mm-hmm. I looked out of my window in Putney, London, and uh, I saw um, a number of lights in the sky, which I thought was satellites that were together, but they did those formations they change they uh whooshed across the sky like together and then they disappeared and there was no clouds you know and then they reappeared in a completely different part of the sky and i probably watched them for oh goodness goodness me must have been maybe 20 minutes so that was what i believe was definitely a sighting um i had another one in in los angeles on mm-hmm. the way to uh Mount Baldy, which is a mountain about an hour out of Los Angeles, kind of, and um, it was in broad daylight, and I was in a car, and looked out of the window, and there was a, like, a scout craft, quite uh, clearly moving across the sky at tremendous speed, and actually one other person in the car saw it, other people missed it, and that, that's the only, I've only had two, actually, in my life, um, but they were... Definitely. I've seen others, I think, were, but these are two definite ones, I believe. Fascinating. You know, there are so many people out there who, who want to see these these visitors, and they never get the yeah. opportunity. Why is it, Chrissy, that you think, and this is just a, you know based on your own belief, that, that there are those who see the, uh, the UFOs, and there are others who can be with the people who see the UFOs who don't? Yeah, I mean... I've met people who see loads of them, and mm-hmm. I've only ever seen two, really. Right. But number one is, and it seems, I don't want to sound, you know, odd to say this, but you do have to look at the skies. You know, you have to look up. Definitely. Um, and it sounds obvious, I know, but most of us don't. We're looking down at our cell phones, mm-hmm. and, well, I don't, but a lot of people do, yeah. or the ground. Um, but you do have to look up. 
Yes, you a do. A lot, actually, a lot. Because they're there, as you know, Rob. Um, they are there. And I think the more interest we have, uh, the more they will come, the more we'll see them. When, when in the teachings of, of Dr. Dr. King, and he's one gentleman I wish I had the opportunity of meeting, um, do you, d- did he make any correlation between the, some of the religious philosophies? Uh, uh, let's take Christianity, for example, the, the, the angels as, as being part of the early visitations by ETs? Um, I'm not sure whether he talked about that, mm-hmm. but certainly believed in, in um, you know, angels right. or uh, great beings like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, advanced, very advanced people, extraterrestrial people, uh, we're told uh, around Jesus, actually, when he came, some of his disciples. Yes, that's right, yeah. Another planet, um, who may not have realized at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I suppose, yes, there's definitely a correlation there. I've always found that, that possibility so fascinating that it just, in my opinion, opens up the possibilities to such a, such a great potential that all we have to do is believe. It's that simple. Let's talk yes. astrology now, my friend. How does yes, astrology well, work? Astrology, well... No one. There are different theories as to how it works. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, the, you know that the planets, uh, the influence of the planets influence human behavior. Right. And there are different theories as to why that works, and some good ones. But mine is much simpler than others that I've heard, and that is, number one, I believe the planets, the Mother Earth and all the planets, are living intelligences. Mm-hmm. And if you're talking about the Earth... And if you were to look at my book on the Earth, my recent one, I have a lot of scientific research which sort of proves that the Earth is a living intelligence. She has an in-breath and an out-breath. She has a virtual heartbeat uh, and so on. So all the planets are living intelligences, I believe. And they're all um, very extremely advanced, evolved, much more so than we are living on her body. And um, they, I think it's, in this solar system, take this solar system, there's like a, a cosmic symphony of the planetary energies all the time as they change positions. They're making um, a note, a musical mm-hmm. note, and also uh, an energy yeah. which affects us. And the, how they change depends on the effect they have. And the effect of the planets is on the whole of humanity especially with the slower-moving planets, like the ones far away, like um, Saturn, mm-hmm. Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. Those, they're slower-moving, and they have a deep effect on the whole of humanity, but also on individuals as well. And um, I think it's because they're constantly radiating as life forces, just as we have an aura and a, a psychic centers or chakras that are constantly uh, radiating and taking in energy, they too have psychic centers, uh, and they too are constantly uh, radiating and taking in energy. And this energy, this combination of energy of all the planets, is uh, like a, say, a com- cosmic symphony urging us, all life, not just humans, all life to grow, to evolve. Now, sometimes the, the planetary configurations seem very, very difficult and challenging to us, just as the one now that's going on until uh, 2020. Uh, it can be extremely difficult in the world, creating chaos, creating 
problems and you can see it happening in the world yes, but what, you is, can. what is really happening at a deeper level is that the planets are trying these two planets pluto and saturn are coming together and they're trying to get us to change because we get stuck in our rut we don't want to change mm-hmm. change is painful so if we if we have come to the end of something like say we're in a relationship which is comfortable but it's really bad for us we know we should get out of it but we we can't sort of make that move. And then Pluto and Saturn come along and they kind of shatter the relationship. They shatter our world and it's a terrible time. But at the end of the day, when we look back, this is just an example, we look back and we think, oh, thank goodness that happened. Yes, that's right. Because I've grown from it. And it can be health, it can be finances, it can be anything like that. Now, Chrissy, you and I were supposed to have this interview last week and for some unknown reason there was a network error. And... And today, when we were able to hook up and and everything was working as as well it should, as it should have, you said, "Well, uh, what was it you said? Something about oh, Mercury." Retrograde. Yes. How does that work? Because I've had so many members of the astrological community on who use that phrase, and, and what does that actually mean, and how does it work? Yeah, I've actually written a book on Mercury retrograde. Um, it was. All the planets have retrograde motion except the sun and the moon. They don't. All right. What is, a, that, what is a retrograde? Yeah, it means that apparently when you look at them, because it's an, uh, an optical illusion, it looks as if they're going back. Oh, I see. Sometimes. Okay. Right. But they're not really. Obviously, if they were, we'd be in trouble, right? Yeah. But anyway, Mercury, because it's so fast moving, mm-hmm. um, has a lot of these re- retrograde motions three, about three times a year for about three to four weeks at a time. So there's a lot of mercury retrograde going on well because it's mercury rules uh, communication like technology like you know tv computer phones all those things is ruled by mercury anything mercurial communication and all that can go wrong in uh, mercury retrograde now i remember when i i was asked to write this book by it was actually warner books at the time who no longer exist they said to me um that they wouldn't publish it during Mercury retrograde because they believed in Mercury retrograde. That's why they asked me to write the book. But I said, well, you should because we can't stop living just because things could go wrong. What we have to do is mm-hmm. just be a little bit more cautious. Like if you have, um, have something to sign, you know, if you're buying a car or something, and get someone else to read it as well, you know, a lawyer or something or another person. But don't just stop living. All right, what's so speaking about wrong, stuff? And I said, no, I think you should publish doing Mercury Retrograde. And what happened is that a couple of years after that, they failed. All right, stand by, <laughs> Chrissy. We've got to do a bit of a cliffhanger here because I have okay. to take my news break at the bottom of the hour. Exonation Chrissy Blaze is our guest this hour, www.chrissyblaze.com. And for more information about the Aetherius uh, Society, visit their website, aetherius.org. And that is A. All right, do you have your pencils and paper ready? A E T H E R I U S dot O R G. And I'll be back with Chrissy as we talk more astrology and the astrology of 2020 on the other side of this news break. I'm Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. We're coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast, but the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. 
Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Oh, Canada. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. Chrissy Blaze is my special guest, www.chrissyblaze.com, and for the Aetherius Society, aetherius.org. Chrissy, before we went to the news break, we were talking about Mercury in retrograde. And um, if you'd just like to finish that off, I'd like to get on to another topic. Oh, yes. Um, so it, it has this bad rap. You know, yeah. even astrologers say it, sort of fear it mm. because things can go wrong. You know, technology tends to break down more and all this, but actually it can be a very good time if you have, just say you've finished writing a book or a yeah. play or something and Mercury is retrograde, don't send it to the publisher, but instead edit what you've written. It's a time to revise. Oh, I it's see. It's a time to reflect and recharge batteries. All the re-words, R-E, mm. um, are Mercury retrograde, funny enough. It, it seems to be the good time to do certain things. Excellent. Now, for those uh, people who are listening around the world tonight who are saying, oh, come on, what are you guys talking about? Listen, I'm going to give you a very simple, plain example that will put everything into perspective. As we all know, I was an ex-policeman. I am an ex-policeman. I did patrol. I did criminal investigations. The entire gambit. My wife is a nurse who worked in hospitals. A lot of our friends are police a lot of her friends are doctors and nurses. And I can tell you from first-hand experience that when there's a full moon, things go crazy. And that is just the moon that is so much smaller than all these other planets. So if you take the example of what happens to people during the full moon, you know, the lunatic cycle, crimes are up. Things just go wacky. People lose their noggins a lot of the time. This is just the moon. And Chrissy, so when people talk to me and say, well, you know, you've got astrologers on, on your show, Rob. Come on, do you really believe them? I use this example. And who's ever a skeptic asking me that question, as soon as I use the, the lunar example, man, they get it loud and clear. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one, Rob. I didn't know you were an ex-policeman. My dad was an ex-policeman. Oh, really? I love police. Yeah, fantastic. Yes, I was, uh, I was in uh, Quebec. For <coughs> really? A number of years, yeah. Fantastic. Um, what does the astrology for 2020 look like, Chrissy? Well, it's, I call it the extraordinary astrology of 2020. And actually giving a talk on it in uh, Royal Oak, Michigan on January the 17th, um, where I'll go in-depth into what's going to be happening and how it might affect you and the world. Um, and you can find that on my website, astrologycity.com, also the Ethereum Society website, I believe. Um, anyway, so it's, it's beginning with a very powerful, I won't use too many astrology terms. There's something called a conjunction. It means when two planets come together. Right. So on January the 20, uh, 22nd, Pluto, which is very, very far away, as mm -hmm. you know, um, and was actually demoted not too long ago by astronomers and has been regarded again now as a planet, um, comes together with Saturn. Now, both those planets are a long way away, and they both have a tremendous influence on humanity. And I'll explain a little bit about that. But it end, the year ends with another 
amazing conjunction of two planets, and that is of Jupiter and Saturn. And this one, Hmm. on December the 21st, is known as the Great Conjunction. And through history, and how astrologers astrologers always look at previous times when that same uh, planetary pattern has happened, going right back over the centuries, and they see there's a pattern. You know, the similar things happen. And this one, throughout history, the one on December 21st, has been linked to the rise and fall of great leaders, royalty, great people throughout the world. So um, there's another, anyway, I'll, I'll talk about that later, but this is extraordinary also because Jupiter and Saturn, the one on December the 21st, are joining at the first degree of the sign of Aquarius. And this is amazing. Now, when Jupiter and Saturn last came together in Aquarius, it was the 15th century. But as far as I know, and I look back in time, and I couldn't find any time uh, written where they came together at zero degrees or one degree of Aquarius. So it's the beginning of a new era. This is what astrologers are saying. It's a new era, and it's, a, it's going to be a better era for, for people like us, Rob, and the listeners, because it's going to have more of the influence of Aquarius oh, rather good. than Capricorn, which has been very materialistic, very wrapped up in in the material world for the last oh gosh um 10 years or so with these planets in capricorn so there's going to be a change of consciousness globally you'll you'll start to see it probably around about the spring for various reasons so it's kind of an exciting because i think everyone would agree that the last few years have been We've been bogged down, it seems, in, in materialism. Yes, that is so true. Yeah. And it's a time of, like, chaos because, mm-hmm. and in people's lives personally, but also globally you see it. Um, and what it is is that these two planets are causing this, um, causing this chaos in a way because they're calling for change. They're prompting us to elevate our consciousness uh, and bringing this about through chaotic means. Well, it's it's our fault. It's not the fault of the planets. We just don't know yet how to use that kind of energy. Um, The last time these two planets came together, there was, you know, social change on a worldwide scale. So I think we can expect that. But it's a meeting of great forces, you could put it that way. And you'll find a kind of a redistribution of power in the world. Um, you can see all sorts of power plays going on now in politics and this intense sort of conflict and drama that we can see in the U.S. certainly and um, also in the U.K. and other places too. Canada. That's going to continue through 2020. Um, and, but from, it's interesting, from a spiritual perspective, this cycle is like a rite of passage determining who is the most qualified, who has the moral authority to be the custodian of power and resources uh so that that's interesting the president our president president trump mm-hmm. um he his astrology is pretty in- interesting right now when we look at the um astrology of the country we also look at the, the astrology of the leader of that country at that time and um what's going to happen with him is that a lot of it is going to come out he's managed to keep quite a lot hidden but he won't be able to keep it hidden in 2020. So I'm, I suppose I'm thinking about things like tax returns and yeah. things that have been going on sort of un, undercover. I'm not, 
I'm not making this political. I'm just saying what I can see. I understand from his that. Astrology. Well, based based on the astrology, does the astrology show President Trump winning his seat back in 2020, or is there going to be a shift at the highest place of the U.S. government, which is the president? Yeah, it's always really difficult to say that. Uh, I would say he might well do so, strangely enough, mm. because he's got. Um, he has a very difficult chart in 2020, and it will be a very uncomfortable time for him. It will continue to be as it has been, probably worse, because more is going to come out. But at the same time, he's got this protective thing going on with Jupiter. Jupiter is the great protector and brings us nice opportunities and, and so on. And it, it's, um, it's very favorable in his chart. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't win again, but... I think what's going to happen is with the Aquarius thing, Aquarius is like power to the people. I think we're going to find, if that does happen, I think people are actually going to start moving. They're going to start objecting. They're going to start rising up and speaking out. And I think it's going to be a, a shift. You know? it's, it's, uh, it, also, it almost sounds like what was happening three or four years ago with the Me Too movement and all the other movements that were being... Uh, that were gaining strength uh, by social media. Yeah, exactly. We're going to see, definitely see more of mm -hmm. that type of thing. I, um, personally, I think that went too far, but yeah. I think it had to happen. And sometimes when things start, they do tend to go too far, and then they kind of balance out. Well, I also um, think it was because nobody really recognized the power of social media, and it well, took exactly. on a speed of its own. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Now, there's also, um, some astrologers think, there's going to be a massive recession. Like it's a, it's definitely going to be a big reality check right. there. And then there will be a big reality check with that economy, the global economy, the U.S. economy. Um, some astrologers think it's going to be like the Great Depression. Uh, after all, we have gone in the U.S. from half a trillion deficit to 1.2 trillion, I think it is. Well, that kind of figure, Rob, I mean, one can't even imagine it. Can no, you? I can't. No, I really can't. So there's going to be a reality check next year, not only with money, but also with our resources, with the earth. And also, personally speaking, mm -hmm. these reality checks are going to affect us um, with things like our, our wealth. For example, we might have been spending more than we have. It might be with our health. We might have abused our body for years, and now it's time to start working on it, improving your health. Um, and becoming more conscious of depleting resources because we use de resources on this planet, like this, you know. No tomorrow. As you know, so yeah. this is going to be a big reality check year. I, I don't think it's going to be the as big a recession as people think. Mm -hmm. um, but there will be a wake up. The reason I don't think it m might be as big as they think is that there is Jupiter, as I mentioned, the planet of good fortune, opportunity, protection, moved. Today, December the 2nd, uh, 2019, into Capricorn. All right, we've got to hold it right there. Another cliffhanger here on the Exxon with my special guest, a good friend, Chris, Chrissy Blaze. Now, if you'd like to find out more about Cli uh, Chrissy, visit three websites, astrologycity.com, number one, chrissyblaze.com, number two, and atherius.org, number three. This is the Exxon. We'll be back on the other side of this break as we wrap up this hour from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. When I come back, some very exciting news. Don't go away.
And welcome back, everyone. This is the Excellent am Rob McConnell. Now, before I get back to Chrissy Blaze, our guest of this hour, uh, I've been talking about For the People Broadcast Network over the past couple of weeks, and I must tell you, the response has been phenomenal. And uh, we are getting to these people as fast as we can to give, well, you're probably saying, okay, I've never heard of the For, uh, you know, For the People Broadcast Network, Rob. What is it? What we're doing is we're doing something that we call paying forward giving back to listeners, giving back to the community by offering a one-time, one-hour radio show free. No gimmicks, no expenses, no nothing. We do the producing. We'll do the uh, editing. We'll do the distribution. We'll, we'll get it out there for you. We'll put it up on all our social media sites, and we'll advertise it in the X Chronicles newspaper and our other publications. Once again, totally free. Why? Because I'm sure there are people out there who, and this is, this is the only stipulation that we have to get one of these shows. It has to be something that will positively affect listeners. Plain and simple. If it's an idea on how to help climate control, how to help feed the hungry, how to help the homelessness, the homeless situation in, in the world, how to help, better help veterans. That's what we want to hear about. If you want to bring on a guest to discuss this matter with your guest, we'll take care of that for you. All we want to do is get the word out there that there are people like Chrissy, who does a lot of work helping people, I know this for a fact, and the other guests that we have here on the X-Zone, we want to give you, the listener, the opportunity of getting your message out there to the world. If you would like to participate in this pay-forward system that we have here at the uh, Relmar McConnell Media Company, all you need to do is go to www.ftpbn.com. All the information is there. That's www.ftpbn.com. Dot com. That's our way of saying thank you for being part of the Exxon Nation. Thank you for caring about the people that live on this planet. Thank you for wanting to be part of the solution instead of the problem. And once again, that's www.ftpbn.com. Chrissy Blaze is my guest, www.astrologycity.com, www.chrissyblaze.com, and for more information on the Aetherius Society, www.aetherius.org. First of all, Chrissy, before we go any further, I want to thank you very much for your time. Thank you for all the hard work that you do, because I, like I said, I know for a fact that many things that you do are done out of love and done because you want to make a positive difference in this world of ours. So thank you for that. Oh, that's very nice of you. And thank you, Rob, for having me on the show. But also, thank you. I think it's a fantastic idea of yours, the paying forward. What a great idea to make a fantastic difference in the world, really. I thank you for that. Um, you know, I, I, I watch the news as I'm having my morning coffee at about 5 o'clock in the morning. And... You know, I, I've never looked at a glass and said it's half empty. I've always said it's half full. I, I mean, right. My wife and my kids say, Dad, honey, you're always looking at the brighter side of life. Well, I believe that there is a bright side of life. And I, and I, 
And it hurts me to think that there are people out there who deliberately go out of their way to darken it. And I figured if I, with all the experience I have in the media, cannot help make a positive difference, what am I doing this for? Exactly. You know? I mean, that's fantastic, though. I mean, media gets such a bashing all the time, and yet so much good is done, too, and you're a prime example oh, of that. Oh, bless you. Bless you. Definitely. Well, like I said, thank you for all you do, and uh, we're going to have Richard Lawrence on. I, Craig's not sure if it's this week or next week, but he's going to be on every two weeks. And yeah, that's gonna, fantastic. Yeah, and we're going to bring other members of the Aetherius uh, Society on to talk and, and get the positive word that the Aetherius Society does, you know? So this oh, is what I mean. Yeah, it's, it's a fantastic organization. It is. It is. And uh, we're very happy to be involved in some manner to to work with you people in getting the global mission out there that, that Dr. King started so many years ago. All right. Oh, I have to you ask you this. I have to ask you this, Chrissy. Are there people who were born in the uh, Saturn-Pluto uh, planetary... What, we call it the conjunction yes right that 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 you can tell us about who were yeah it's interesting because obviously when a, mm -hmm. a child is born actually i wrote a book called baby star signs because when you're born you're given a gift from the cosmos which right. is your birth chart and it's like a a journey a map of your destiny if you like of your potential of your destiny right from day one the universe gives you this gift and um if, for example, like now, Saturn and Pluto are coming together in Capricorn, any baby born now will have that same thing in their chart. Does that make sense? It does. And over the years, babies have been born with that particular configuration. And astrologers look at patterns of people. They look at famous people and so on. And mm -hmm. what, what we found is that um, this, this, this particular conjunction regards is about a lesson about the right use of power in someone's life. So it can be a very positive thing, like you have the power in the media and you're using it in a very positive way. But on the other hand, this power is also associated with the opposite, corruption, abuse, and so on. Right. So I looked at people in the world who had this, famous people, and found that many of the richest people in the world were born under this. Uh, people like David Rockefeller, mm -hmm was born under that, one of the most influential bankers in the world, I think. Rupert Murdoch, um, head of a massive media empire. Bill Gates, uh, founder of Microsoft. Um, also, countries, too, come under this, and Saudi Arabia came under that conjunction. Um, of course, we know they possess some of the largest supplies of oil in the world. That's power. Uh, so, if you like, the people born with these planets in configuration, like the children being born now, for example, can be custodians of power and resources. So there's great hope, actually, for the babies being born now, that they will take on this. But what's really needed for them to be positive custodians of power is integrity. And if you have this in your chart, you will be given tests of integrity to see, if you like, um, if you can manage such a role, because one of the biggest tests in life, isn't it, is power. And that comes in the form of money, comes in the form of position. And they say on the spiritual path, that is like the biggest test. It's not bad to have power. It's not bad to have money. It's great. 
but it's what we do with that power right. and what we do with that money and what we do with that position. And that's what the test that will come for people with that uh, particular configuration. Is that is that clear? <laughs> it does. It does. But when you were saying about Saudi Arabia being rich because of the oil, what would happen if other forms of energy were to make it? For example, solar energy and, and cars using an alternative fuel source. Saudi that, Arabia. That's a very interesting question. Yeah. Isn't it? Um, I mean, right now they're exceedingly rich, and they always have this potential with that particular configuration right. to have wealth. So what, if they didn't have it in that respect, they would, they would have the opportunity somehow to gain it in another way. Um, and the test will be how they handle that. They'll be desperate to get that power because that's inherent within them, if you like. I understand. But um, it's keeping that moral uh, compass and moral authority what 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 would happen if if someone who was adopted let's say and their date of birth time of birth is is not known and this has happened many times uh, through adoption agencies how can one get their astrological chart done then you can yeah i mean some astrologers can find out it's a very lengthy process and a few astrologers okay. will do that but you know what the planets don't move very quickly apart from uh, Mercury and the moon and, uh, and the rising sign. The rising sign is the ascendant. It's a sign that was rising uh, um, when you were born. And uh, that changes every two hours. So what you can do is you can set up a chart. Say you know the, whether it was the morning or afternoon, that helps, you know. Um, you can set up a chart and you can... You can give a reading from that chart, even though uh, the, the rising sign, because it moves every two hours, it might be off. It might be in another rising sign. But the rising sign is our physical body, amongst other things. So I've found I can ask, I can look at a picture of someone or see someone, a, a client, and ask them questions about their health. That's so ruled by the rising sign and their physical body. And, uh, and you can sort of determine what it might be. And then the other planets, because they move pretty slowly you can still give a very good reading. Chrissy, I hate to do this, but our time is up for today. Please come back and uh, visit us again soon. It's always a great pleasure talking to you. Uh, Now, I don't know if we'll have the opportunity of speaking to you before Christmas, but to you, Gary, your friends and your family, from everyone here, to you all, a very Merry Christmas and a wonderful New Year. Oh, the same to you, Rob. Thank you so much. And love to you and uh, Laura and all I your will. family. Thanks very much, Chrissy. Take care. And Exonation, if you'd like to find out more about Chrissy Blaze, astrologycity.com. ChrissyBlaze.com. And for more information on the Aetherius Society and Richard Lawrence, who's going to be joining me on a frequent basis, a regular basis here on the Exxon, visit Aetherius.org. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as we continue here in the X Zone with yours truly Rob McConnell from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. 
Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.